It's Tuesday, June 27th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. A tornado struck an Indiana home, killing a man and injuring his wife, while two people died in Arkansas after a tree fell onto a house as severe weather rumbled through several central states. The tornado that hit the home Sunday evening was part of a storm system that pushed through a rural wooded area of southern Indiana's Martin County. The injured woman was flown by helicopter to a hospital, said Cameron Wolf, Martin County's emergency management director. Another tornado touched down Sunday afternoon in the suburban Indianapolis communities of Greenwood and Bargersville. Bargersville Fire Chief Eric Funkhauser said at least 75 homes suffered moderate to severe damage as the latter tornado crossed Indiana State Road 135 in the area of Interstate 69. In other news, scorching temperatures brought on by a heat dome have taxed the Texas power grid and threatened to bring record highs to the state before they are expected to expand to other parts of the U.S. during the coming week, putting even more people at risk. Going forward, that heat is going to expand north to Kansas City and the entire state of Oklahoma into the Mississippi Valley to the far western Florida Panhandle and parts of western Alabama while remaining over Texas, said Bob Oravec, lead forecaster with the National Weather Service. Record high temperatures around 110 degrees Fahrenheit are forecast in parts of western Texas and relief is not expected before the 4th of July. High heat continues this week after it prompted Texas Power Grid Operator, the Electric Reliability Council of Texas, to ask residents last week to voluntarily cut back on power usage because of anticipated record demand on the system. In world news, Russian President Vladimir Putin on Monday blasted organizers of a weekend revolt, the gravest threat yet to his power, while seeking to project stability. Putin branded those organizers traitors who played into the hands of Ukraine's government and its allies. Speaking in a stern tone and looking tired in a five-minute TV address near midnight, he tried to strike a balance between criticizing the uprising's perpetrators to prevent another crisis and not antagonizing the bulk of the mercenaries and their hardline supporters, some of whom are incensed at the Kremlin's handling of the situation. Earlier in the day, the head of the mercenary Wagner group, Yevgeny Prigozhin, who led the rebellion, defended his short-lived insurrection. He again taunted Russia's military, but said he hadn't been seeking to stage a coup against Putin. Back in the U.S., President Biden on Monday said that high-speed internet is no longer a luxury but an absolute necessity as he pledged that every household in the nation would have access by 2030 using cables made in the U.S. These investments will help all Americans, he said, we're not going to leave anyone behind. Mr. Biden announced that more than $40 billion would be distributed across the country to deliver high-speed internet in places where there's either no service or service is too slow. It's not enough to have access, you need affordability and access, the president said, adding that his administration is working with service providers to bring down costs on what is now a household utility, like water or gas, but often remains priced at a premium. With Monday's announcement, the administration is launching the second phase of its Investing in America tour. The three-week blitz of speeches and events is designed to promote Biden's previous legislative wins on infrastructure, the economy, and climate change. And... 
Stock indices drifted lower Monday as Wall Street's pullback from its big recent rally carried into a second week. The S&P 500 fell 19 points to close at 43.28. It's still close to its highest level in a year, reached a couple of weeks ago. Technology stocks were the heaviest weights on the market and pulled indices lower even though the majority of stocks on Wall Street rose. The Nasdaq dropped 156 points and the Dow Jones slipped 12 points. Crude oil prices ticked slightly higher unlike the first days of the war in Ukraine when they soared immediately. A barrel of U.S. crude rose 21 cents to $69.37 a barrel. Now you know and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.